This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. on the following platforms Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Player FM, Google Play, and TuneIn. Just search Just the Two of Us Podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook at Just the Two of Us Podcast or on Twitter at JTTOU Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everyone. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a podcast to <laughs> listen to. Um, yeah, it's been a while. You love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself for coming up with that one. But anyway, uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us again. Uh, this time, this episode, we're going to dive into uh, season two of Insecure. Mm-hmm. We're at the halfway point. Uh, AKA the the Black Civil War because <laughs> basically insecure pit puts you know man versus woman mm-hmm. in the black community and in the Twitter world against each other. Yeah, either Lawrence Hive or Issa Hive or Team Lawrence or Team Issa, however way you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna talk about our thoughts and you know go through some things, some of the hot button issues that have been discussed and. You know, where do you want to start off, Tracy? Well, um, I think this podcast is going to be, you know, since we're going to, you know, kind of review the last four episodes, we're at the halfway point. Um, and frankly, I can't remember every single thing that happened in the last um, three episodes. Um, so, or the last four episodes. So I figured we could just go person by person and just talk about the main characters and just kind of bring up things that way. And um Yes, and just forgive us if we don't remember very, very specific details, but um, I do have some notes here, so hopefully, um, you know, we can hit up on those, like, very important topics that have plagued the Twitter universe, the Mm -hmm. black Twitter universe, I should say. So, um, yeah, I mean, why don't we just jump in and talk about Issa, or whoever you want to talk about. Well, let's talk about Issa. Where where we last left Issa. We last left Issa. She returned home after her weekend in Malibu with the girls to find that Lawrence had bounced, Mm -hmm. took all his uh, belongings, but he left his Best Buy blue polo shirt in Mm -hmm. the closet, obviously making some sort of statement. And yeah, she was kind of dejected that Lawrence actually left. Right. So yes, we start the season off with that and it's like what like yeah two months later it was three months three months later yeah Yeah. so we start the season off with that and so yeah basically um sorry i'm just gonna go based on what i was gonna talk about (laughs) because i didn't know you were gonna take it all the way back to the no i'm just saying that's where we left off so i'm saying like that's a reset okay that's where she left off and this season she's you know, I guess he's trying to get out there and dating people. Yeah, in general, I mean, just, I mean, we all know what's going on. If you've been watching the show, obviously you have, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So we know that she's like in, in this hoe phase now, as she calls it. It's like a season of hoeing and hope for she's it, even, hope for it, hoe. Yeah, she's even asked Molly to <laughs> teach her how to hoe and all that. So we know she's like 
all into this dating and everything. And so, I mean, just some of my thoughts about that. I mean, it was interesting to read a few comments online feeling like some people, I guess, feel like uh, she's 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 like really legit moving on. And uh, maybe in the beginning of the season, we didn't know if she was going to really do that, given the incident that happened with her and Lawrence um, having kind of a little tryst, an unexpected tryst um, in uh, her apartment when she tells him, you know, he has a jury duty summons or whatever. And, um, you know, so it was kind of like, oh, what's going to really happen? But it looks like it looks like she's moving on. But in my opinion, I don't really I don't really believe it. I don't buy it. I feel like this is all just a way to just kind of mask what she's really feeling, which is I think deep down she's, she wants to be back with Lawrence. So that's my thought. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think she's moved on at all. I mean, maybe by episode four you can see that. But, I mean, in the first three episodes it was clear that she was still thinking about Lauren. She was, you know, playing the games or trying to invite him over mm-hmm. to pick up his mail. At the same time, she threw a party, invited everyone mm-hmm. up in the up in the apartment complex to yeah. her party. Um, she, you know, Molly went over to try to, like, find out from Lawrence if he would still be interested in Issa. Um and right. yeah, I mean, she still always had Lawrence on his mind, on her mind. But I think once Lawrence said straight up to East uh, to Molly, like, "No, I'm not interested." I think at that point it started to set in that okay, this mm-hmm. is really tr- truly done, and she's moving out. I mean, moving around, trying to date other people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think she's yeah accepted that the relationship is pretty much over at this point. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I I still I'm even at this point I still don't buy it. Like I still am not like a hundred percent. Like yeah, she's she's done with him. I think she understands that he is moving on, but I don't know if she is emotionally moved on from it. And just given the fact that it just seems like she's just. I mean yeah. I mean hey, I've never had a hoeing phase <laughs> i've never done that but sure i've dated and it's kind of like when you break up with somebody like you want to get back out there you kind of you know as everybody likes to say like the way to get over an ex is to you know move on to the next or however you want to say it but yeah i mean i think that's what she's doing i don't I, I don't think she's really invested in this just given the hookups i mean oh boy at her apartment I mean, the dolphin headed I mean, shaped guy. Is she serious with that? I mean, was she really serious? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And I'm I mean, not- I don't think she. I think when, when, because even in a previous episode before that, she hooked up with that dude, you know, she sent that, like, you know, Tinder message to somebody. Yeah. Like, I think she, she's, yeah, just trying to, like, I think for lack of a, a more sophisticated term, she's just, like, horny now and just trying to. You know get it in so that's you know the, the that guy the dolphin head shaped guy had like a you know he's he he was an itchy he scratched an itch that she needed scratched you know yeah and i understand that at the same time i'm kind of like you can be a tad bit more smart about it that tad bit more discerning <laughs> like don't pick up the random dude who lives in your same in apartment your same building. building like come on like Oh my god. I mean, when are they going to do the awkward scenes with 
those two. Um, I assume it will come soon because it just has to. Like now that you've done it, like because she's always you, you she's awkward, awkward with anybody. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think he would be awkward though. No, I, I don't think so. He, he's like whatever, he you know. Was exactly. He's like I hit the jackpot. I, I won the lotto tonight. You know, right. get it in, and he just he's already moved on with his life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know, but that was. It's like, yeah, do your thing, girl. But it's like, come on, you can you can think. Just put a little bit of thought into you know who you pick up, and yeah, I, and yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, I I kind of you know disagree with people who think like she's like quote unquote winning right now, and she's the one that's that's coming out of this looking good, and she's moving on and stuff. I mean, yeah, she's. She's not sitting at home and she's not, you know, depressed and sad. Of course, you know, like we see that she's getting out there and doing her thing. But like at the same time, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, yeah, it's, she's definitely just trying to, I guess, scratch an itch. And I don't know how long just scratching an itch is going to last for her. So it'll be interesting to see where, you know, in the next couple of episodes, since there's only four more to go, it'll be interesting to see, like, in the next couple of episodes where uh, she'll be. Um, so any other, what else? No, but I mean, okay. let's move on to, to Lawrence, because he said, like, you sure. know, the whole, you know, just mentioned about, you don't know if she's winning, and some people think she's winning. And, Is Lawrence winning? Right, and, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's the issue. Funny. Like, you know, this, like, kind of like two parties in this thing. It's like Issa and Lawrence, and it's like in Lawrence's situation, he had, you know, ostensibly moved on Mm -hmm. with Tasha, and it's kind of boot up with her, but not kind of. I mean, she's a rebound chick, but then he kind of is not sure if she's a rebound. Like, he didn't treat her like she was a rebound chick. So she kind of, you know, was thinking, well, this might be more. She invited him to the family union, and he kind of like, you know, dissed her and her family by going to hang out with his co-workers mm-hmm. so it's like you know where is where is lawrence at this point you know mm-hmm. like what does he, what does he want you know mm-hmm. does, does he want to be with tasha does he want to be Issa? does he want to enter his whole phase does he want to like find someone else because he's kind of like seems like he's confused as to what he wants also yeah i mean i think he's trying to also enter his whole phase and and I can't say that his phase is working out either. I think he's he's getting into something that he didn't, you know, realize with Tasha that he didn't, I don't know, I don't want to say, yeah, I feel like he unintentionally went down this path with Tasha. And it's, and I know it's infuriating for people to um, see because it's kind of like, duh, how could you not see that you were basically spending all this time with her and, and not seeing that she was, you know, into you in such a way that, you know, she's obviously going to, like, just, like, I mean, it's clear she was going to start, like, inviting him to stuff. And, right. You know, so, it, yeah, so a lot of people feel like, you know, like, he, um, you know, is an F-boy because of that. And um, <laughs> I think the problem is he, he, he is, like, too nice a guy. Like, he wanted to be nice. Like, he didn't want to tell her straight up, no, I'm not interested in meeting your family or going out on dates right, and which stuff he totally like that. Should have. He totally should have. So it's like because he didn't want to disappoint her. You know, right. I don't think it's like he's a he is a you know I don't think he is in and he is inconsiderate in a sense that he didn't tell her. But I don't think yeah. he's like purposely trying to 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 hurt her no, feelings. No, no, no. I don't think it's so a situation where he just like didn't want to disappoint her and you know he doesn't want to 
upset anyone. So you're kind of like right. trying, trying to appease. They're like, yeah, okay, I'll go to this thing. Right. And then like turned around and lied about having to work so he could go to this Saturday happy hour with his uh, coworkers. Right. Yeah. I mean, the good thing that came out of that is that he realizes that he shouldn't keep going down this path with Tasha. Um, and so unfortunately, uh, you know, for her, you know, it all ends. But yeah, it, it's, yeah, he's not winning. Like, you know, moving on past that, you know what I mean? So he gets his place, which is so funny. This is just such a random thing. Why do I feel like he's still like, ho- like, why do I feel like he's homeless? Like, he did get a new apartment, right? But it feels like he's still, like, sleeping on Chad's couch. I mean, did he actually even why. get that place? Yeah, I don't know. Because he was he was sleeping at Chad's place when the season started. And then that one episode, they went to go look at the apartment. And the, the, the house. The, yeah. yeah, the agent was like, you need to snatch this up quickly. So, yeah, but like, there was no there was no then, follow-up on that. They yeah, kind of, like, so dropped that. Like, so you don't know if he actually got he, an apartment. I guess... I guess he did. I guess we did. This is one of these things, like, on The Shield. Like, The Shield mm-hmm. used to always introduce, like storylines and plot lines and just mm-hmm. drop them and don't mention mm-hmm. them ever again. Mm-hmm. And that seems like that's one of those things where I guess we could just assume that right, he, he got, got this place. he got this place unless we're told otherwise. Right. Yeah. I mean those are certain little details and they are little details. It's not like a big deal, but like it is for me, I'm just like when he was sitting outside of uh Issa's place, as we discover at the end of uh this episode last episode, episode four. Uh, yeah, like, I was just like, why is it? Like, I don't know. It just felt like he was homeless. I don't know. I was like, what's he doing? But anyway, um, you know, so we, you know, we see that he's, you know, trying to move on and have fun um, in this last um, episode, episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, we see him really have a, quite quite a good time, I guess you could say. Yeah, because he, he was supposed <laughs> to meet up with Chad. Right. And he was going to go to the store first to pick up some right, beer or something. Right, they were going to pregame and stuff and but then, then go out. I guess he left his wallet in the car or his credit card his in the wallet. His credit card slid out of his wallet while he was while he had gotten stopped for the police. Uh, by the police. So they showed that, you know, his... his which was so weird, too, because I'm like, okay, I saw that his credit card slid out, but I'm like... Didn't it just slide out into your lap? Like, okay, never mind. But <laughs> maybe he's just so shook by the police officer that it. he didn't know what was going on. Right. Yeah. But, so anyway, so he's in the grocery store. He's about to buy these, buy some drinks, and these two girls behind him um, see that he doesn't have the money to pay for it, and so they offer to pay for it, and um, and he, you know, he was very thankful. And as he's heading out with his, uh, with his, his liquor, his beer, whatever. Uh, they come out of the store behind him and basically kind of invite themselves. Well, it was, it was their place. They kind of yeah. invite him over to their place for some fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he didn't know where it was going to go, but I mean, it eventually went that way. And it, they, you know, they had a little, you know, I guess you want to say it's a threesome action, but I mean. <laughs> you guess. Well, well, I don't know. The French may call it menage a trois. In America, we say threesome. But no, because, you know, there's some, I guess there's some, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some debate on whether or not it was a real threesome because, you know, it kind of didn't go the way that he would have liked. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the women were kind of disappointed that things didn't finish the way they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could call it uh, a 1.5-some. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't really a full threesome. But here's the thing I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to get into the details about, like, you know, the girls and, you know, what 
what they were interested in and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I do want to talk about, it has been um, suggested in online quarters Mm -hmm. that Lawrence took an L there. Now, Mm -hmm. I would say, how does a man who stumbled into a threesome (laughs) with free alcohol... Uh How is that an L on any level with two relatively attractive women? You know, they weren't like the finest of the bunch, but those, they were some nice looking women, you know? And they were nice <laughs> enough. They were nice enough for them to just fall into his lap, like randomly. Nice, they were nice enough for him. To fall into his lap randomly and for him, you know, things happened. So how is that an L? So tell me, how, how I don't is that know, an L? Because I didn't see it as an L. But well, some people I, I, are calling the L. Like people who are anti Lawrence and on this Lawrence is a loser train uh-huh. think that's an L. And I'm well, like, how's that an L? I didn't see it as an L, but I also didn't see it as a win either. <laughs> this is, no, I just, yeah, I wouldn't let, call it a win, well, but it's definitely say, not an L. Let me just say my feelings on the whole situation. The whole the whole scene, the whole scenario, the whole scenario was like whatever to me okay that's just my opinion it was just kind of like whatever okay like okay look at lauren's about to get him some okay good for you like that's kind of how i i left it right so anyway like you know they get to their plate the girl's place or whatever and yeah they have sex and i'm just like wow like Lawrence is like okay he is really out here he is living his life right and that's kind of how i felt about it and then up until you know the girl you know wants the second girl wants to you know have sex with him and he can't at the time that's when I start getting a little bit too critical of the situation, like of the scene and start getting kind of like, I wish they had done this differently. I wish, cause it, but that's the whole point of the show is that you have these awkward moments. Like there, there's just so much awkwardness. And, you know, I think that's the underlying theme of the show that there's a lot of awkwardness. And I don't know if that's like to play up to Issa, like, you know, Issa obviously has awkward moments. And I just feel like the rest of them also have these awkward moments. And they may not be, like, Issa awkward moments. No, but I think it's just a matter of life is full of awkward moments. Yeah, okay. And that's fine. I don't know. This was... So, because this was an awkward situation, I don't know if other people felt that it was awkward in a kind of, like... uh, Like, it was so stupid to me. (laughs) Like, it was awkward, like, ooh. Like, oh, well, it was just awkward in the sense that, like, the girl, you know, the one girl is sitting there lying next to him and he's trying to like basically get it up for this other girl. And she's just the other girl lying next to him who had went first is just staring at him. And I was like, this is like, like, I just feel like that wouldn't be real. (laughs) This really happened. So I didn't like the way it went down. I just, so that's why I just, it took me out of the whole moment, the way it went down. So I was kind of like, whatever, okay, I'm, I'm over this scene. Like, this is like, let's move on. And, and the girls just moved on. I mean, they just got up. They're like, okay, we're going to go. Oh, we can still go to such a party and like, blah, blah, blah. And they're doing coke and whatever. And he's just lying there. Just like, I can't believe this is happening to me. Right. So, but like at that point, I was just kind of like, let's. Y'all could have cut, like, I didn't even need to see those two well, girls, the whole, like, at that point. The whole point of that, I think, uh, not to, like, explain it to you, but in my opinion was, it was the show, like, basically these women were treating him like meat. You know, he mm-hmm. he's someone, like, he's a nice guy, so he's, I don't know, in a way he kind of wants something more, and he's not really a, about that. he's not that, ready for he's it. He's not ready about that yeah. whole, he's not about that whole life. Yeah. 
Um, so like these women basically treated him like meat, and like when he couldn't like provide them something they wanted, they kind of like was basically dissing him by like mm-hmm. talking about other people right in front of him. And I guess yeah. some people interpret that as an L, but I'm like, okay, the way that his feelings came out of that may have turned out to be a quote unquote L because you know he has hurt feelings because mm-hmm. of that. But on the other hand, he did get free alcohol. He did have a threesome. He got his rocks off. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not an L in any any way, shape, mm-hmm. or form. But you know, but I'm not saying I'm not gonna go on the other side and say he's like winning. You know, but mm-hmm. at the very least, he could he could check off a threesome off his bucket list. <laughs> you know. Do you think? Do you think Lawrence thinks that was a win or not? Nah? I would assume he thinks that was an L. I think he thinks it was an L just because of, at the very end, like, like the way they made him feel. Right, yeah. But, like, up until that point, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm winning. I'm winning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was texting Chad and was like, right. you know, yo, I can't make it. <laughs> Chad was very excited for him. <laughs> yo, Chad was like, yeah, boy. You know, so I think he thought it was a win up until that point. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, it was only an L in the sense that he felt he had hurt feelings afterwards right but that but i don't think it was l completely mm. like it wasn't like oh he's just a loser because I, I i take issue with everyone you know saying that lawrence has taken l's and lawrence is is horrible while ignoring all the l's that east has taken like they're yeah. both taking l's and, yeah. and it's like it's just so funny how how people are like saying, well, L, you know, Lawrence is taking all these L's. Maybe because the name starts with an L, they think they can just <laughs> say like, that. But it's like Issa's taking L's left and right. I mean, she mm-hmm. had a one night stand with that random dude in the apartment. Right. She got dissed at the day party by some dude who some... didn't like her voice or her hair. Yeah. She had an awkward moment with Luke James that. Right. You know, I just was uh, remembering that. I forgot about that. Right. Part, and yeah. she, she was trying her darndest to try to get Lawrence to come over and was sweating him and coming up playing these games, trying to trick him into coming to the apartment. So, like, she's taking L's too. So, I just take issue with the fact that, like, people are just, like, acting like, well, they're just ignoring her L's. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, they're both taking yeah, I mean, L's this on this is, show. That's And that's the whole point of what's going on this season is that you're seeing both. The, like, I think, I mean, this is the ultimate setup for them to get back together. I mean, let's be real about this. Like, they're going to get back together. And I know people don't want them to get back together or whatever. But, like, that's going to be the whole, like, thing. Like, they will at most get back to a really friendly situation and I don't know if it'll be at the end of this season or at the end of the, the series or whenever, the, you know, whatever. But they are definitely going to get back on better terms and they will be and they will talk again. Like it's going to be, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. but Well, I don't, I'm not asking you how you feel about it. <laughs> I'm just saying what I feel about it. So that's how that's how I just see all this playing out. I see all this like, oh, like they're both having these miserable times, whether people want to admit it or not. These are miserable times. Like no one is winning here. It's like no one has anything going for them that they either either one of them could consider like, yes, this is what I want. Like they're both getting nothing out of these situations that they've been in. So that's right. That's how I feel like the storyline is going to go. Oh, they're both miserable. So I mean, we can see as evidence at the end of the this uh episode he's sitting outside of her place right so yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like so that's where we're gonna go so but maybe he will maybe he will surprise at least me and in the next couple of uh episodes maybe he will be like nah i gotta i i, I don't need her i could go yeah, so we'll see that's a possibility but it 
kind of feels like they're like, you know, putting them in these terrible situations so that eventually they will just be like, dang, I had something good going and he will feel like, okay, I can forgive her, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's my thoughts. I I have a question. Why are people so pressed Mm -hmm. to see Lawrence fail? Like, I have my own theory on on that. I have my own theory also. What's your theory on it? Because one of the things I was thinking about what this show does, I mean, as you bring up the Black Civil War with this with this show is that man people must definitely have been through it in their previous relationships i really really think that like people are playing out previous relationships if not that then their own obvious obviously their own thoughts about relationships Mm -hmm. and how they would behave if these things happen to them i mean they i mean this is fake people this is tv like don't get too caught up like <laughs> and that's one of the things that it is hilarious to me when um you know when we are now we are in this culture of you know particularly black twitter but other people also who we like to use twitter as a way to communicate during shows and we like to like you know watch shows together and t- and tweet about it and it is just so telling to me i mean you could see it when you know, when I used to watch Scandal, when I watched uh, How to Get Away with Murder, and, you know, there are other shows out there you can just definitely see within at least our community that people really get wrapped up in these characters and these situations. It's just like, hold up. It is not hold for real. It is minute. fake. And it's like, stop getting your feelings all up and wrapped up into these situations that are not real, people. I agree. That's, that's why, right, let me just say too, I am not Team Issa or Team Lawrence. I am just literally just enjoying these moments and I'm glad that I am because I can see both sides of what's going on and that's maybe that's just me being a Libra. I like to see both sides of the situation but I just feel like people are just so wrapped up and I really, my theory is because they either have, they either have gone through it themselves, somebody has done something to them similar to Lawrence <laughs> or, you know, somebody has been Issa at some point in their lives or they just, this is just how they feel like they would react or respond if they were going through something like that, if they were either one of them. So that that's my theory, which was yours. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, that's, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like when people watch this show, they are projecting, you know, the, onto these characters, their own lives and their own insecurities. Right. Like they see themselves in these characters. Right. And I do to an extent, you right. know, like sure. I kind of, you know, identify with Lawrence on some base level. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you know, I joke around like I'm. I'm like Team Lawrence just for the fact of like just for the laugh, just fun. for the giggles. This right. is fun. It's like fun. I don't really. It's fun and not, it's funny. All right, like, I'm not yeah. really Team Lawrence. I could care less. This guy's a fictional character on the show. You right. know, I, I, it's just funny to be like Team Lawrence because it's funny just to right. see like for once like a guy got done wrong in the show mm-hmm. and then moved on to like another chick. You know, mm-hmm. that that was just kind of like it was just fodder. It was just sure. nice to talk about and joke around. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really truly like Team Lawrence, but. You know, I do, you know, see myself in these characters, and I think that's what people do. They see themselves in these characters right. to an extent, and that's the, the beauty of art. But, I mean, let's be honest. Like, for me, it's just a television show. It's not a referendum on my life or my past or current relationships. But mm-hmm. some people like to project, man. It's yeah. like, you know, they've been cheated on it or... You know, they felt a certain way about a man they were with who mm-hmm. didn't did, you know, did them wrong, did them yeah. wrong, or or didn't treat them right, or right. was you know was unemployed or a bum, and then because of that, mm-hmm. they're just throwing all their vitriol at Lawrence on the TV show. It's mm-hmm. like without even seeing it from the other perspective. And the same thing for like Lawrence, mm-hmm. as like you know, there's guys who you know see themselves as Lawrence, as a guy is like. 
you know, I had a tough time. I was trying to make my way. I was trying to get a job. You know, I was struggling mm-hmm. at work and I needed someone to like prop me up and, you know, my girl didn't support me and, right. and you know, but there was this other girl that I met who was like really nice and I, you know, I really enjoyed her time spending, you know, she supported me. She encouraged me. So there's people like in, yeah. that people see themselves and, and, and as these characters. Right. I mean, for me, I just don't think about it too deeply. It's an entertaining show that I like to watch, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm, not here watching this show thinking like man writing think pieces about right this is just like me man (laughs) so that's why yeah i'm not team lawrence or team Ethan. i'm just like oh this is funny show i like watching it right (laughs) i mean i think it speaks a lot towards the to people it speaks a lot about uh what people have gone through uh particularly in our community and i'm sure like other communities go through similar you know situations but like it really like because this, the thing is, it's like, I don't think what they're going through on the show is far from reality because I have friends who've gone through stuff I, and I've been through things. But like, yeah, to, to the point where I can't see like how, I, I don't think I could ever be at the point where I don't see that like Issa like played him. Like, I right. mean, she did him wrong. Like, if you can't accept that, like you, you've got some issues. Like, <laughs> if you sit up there and be like, and can be team Issa after she like, cheated on him and like to and then to follow up with the excuse well he was a bum for two years nah player like that's not how that works exactly that's not how that works if he was such a bum then she should have broken broke up with him and so like i've seen some comments like just so team isa like he was a bum he was sitting on the couch he wasn't doing anything well, well then why couldn't she be a woman and like break up with him then if it was that deep for her and then he ended up getting himself together and that was made to me that's what made it worse that he actually got himself together and got a good job i mean yeah he started working best Buy, but then he got a better job and then she like cheated on him like that was effed up (laughs) right it's like she didn't cheat on him when he was like (laughs) you know forgetting her birthday and like eating you know cereal and sitting on the couch all day she cheated on him after yeah. he had gotten the new job, and people are totally—they're forgetting that, forgetting that. Like, like he was moving, that, he was making progress, and then that's when she decided that she was going to yeah. get it on with dolphin teeth. Like that's just unbelievable, and it's like you got to be rational. And I feel like anybody that is on her side, because you know whatever at that time, you know, it's like you—if that happened to you, you'd be pissed off. Like you know what I'm saying? If the situation were reversed like in your own real life like that you would be pissed off you know mm-hmm. so yeah i i mean and i and i feel for the guys who always say like you know oh you know women just like you know they can't support me i feel you know i feel like black men always say that i feel like but then i feel on the flip side black women are always like oh we always support you but i feel like black men like would support women who you know if they were down in their luck if they're out of work for a while or whatever like i feel like Black men support women or, or or just even would date a woman who isn't like working at the time or something like that. I feel like the, the opposite is never true. Like black women never want to. I mean, I'm sure there's some that do, but like it's usually kind of like, mm, you ain't got no job. No, I'm not. I'm not about that life or like, you know, it's just kind of like. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, I don't even want to call it like what a double standard or whatever, but I see like the reverse just is never a big deal. Like black men are never like, she broke, like she ain't got no job. <laughs> like, I just feel like I never hear that side. Yeah, And I'm sure they're know. out there. I just never seem to hear. I always seem to hear the women like the I'm, flip. I'm, so yeah, like the Issa, like digging on Lawrence for that. I'm just kind of like, 
it, it's like, well. well. They were together. I mean, I guess they were together like four, years, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And he he had been unemployed for two years. So right. he was working or in school point. or whatever. I think it's, and he was working because they were, yeah. they were pushing. I mean, the boy went to Georgetown. Yeah, like, like, he, yeah. So the guy obviously is smart. And, you know, right. So he, he's been he was working. So it's like during the relationship, he lost his job or whatever he was doing. And then now he's, you know, unemployed. So it wasn't like she just found some guy who wasn't working. Like Mm -hmm. he's a guy who who lost his job. I mean, but I mean, to your earlier point about like, you know, you know, you don't think a black woman like would like support a dude or get with a dude who didn't have a job. Like, I don't know. I mean, I I never given that much thought. So I hear it from friends. Okay. So I'll just say that I I hear it from friends. And if you watch enough, Show. I mean, it makes me think about older shows back in the day, like Living Single, Girlfriends, and stuff like that. Like, that was a, you know, things that were brought up. Different World. Like, those were things that were brought up. But those are fictional shows also. They are I fictional that. shows. But they are fictional shows. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I've heard it in real life from mm. people I know. So, I mean, hey, you know, that's that's where I feel like TV shows get this get this information from oh yeah it's i mean like real yeah life real life is a yeah. yeah those shows are informed by the real life experiences of the writers mm-hmm. but um i mean one thing we didn't talk about was molly who's like the other yeah we third didn't talk about molly. major character of right. the show i guess and you know where she's at i mean i guess she had some trouble with season one dating and didn't know what she wanted and, right. and then decided I, to go to therapy. I, and she's still right back in the same situation because she dumped her therapist. So Right, she dumped her therapist. And, you know, yeah, this season I feel like Molly's story is kind of all over the place. It's not focused because they spent one episode addressing uh, the fact that she found out she's making less than her, you know, less experienced co-worker. Right. They did that but then didn't, haven't addressed it yeah, again it, since. It and then the whole thing with her dropping her therapist and then her dating different people. Like, they're kind of all over the place. Like, I feel like they're not sure what they want to do with Molly. Yeah. But one thing I didn't like is, like, in episode three, mm-hmm. you know, at, as she was playing wing woman for Issa, mm-hmm. she meets, you know, a character played by Sterling K. Brown. Right. Who ticks off everything on her list. And, like, the mm-hmm. problem was, like, before in her life, I guess she was always looking for someone to tick off the boxes on her list. Right. And she never found it, and that's why she was never satisfied. But she actually meets a guy who has everything. He's handsome, he's mm-hmm. smart, he has his own business, he makes good money, he wants the same things in life as far as kids and mm-hmm. career and aspirations. And she disses him. Right. And I'm like, this girl cannot get out of her own way. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. some of the other guys she's dated, they didn't check off her anything on her list, and she was, you know, she you know, didn't like them because they didn't. Right. But she actually finds someone who fits everything that she's looking for mm-hmm. and she still dumps them. Like, she is completely confused as to what she wants. So, like, this Vulture recap, uh, Vulture.com recap of uh, of uh, that episode, um, they, you know, basically kind of say, like, once she found out that her, um, well, was he an ex, Dro? Alejandro. Alejandro drove. Like, they were just... Okay, well, I mean, she says it in this last episode that they were just cool, whatever. They kissed in middle school, and that was kind of it, and they've just been friends. But, you know, she, you know, sees those two, him and his wife together, sees how, like, you know, things didn't really work out with them before, but, like, him and Candace, like, worked it out, basically. So they didn't have, like, the best relationship starting out. So Molly is looking at that, like, okay, well, their relationship wasn't that perfect, but they... They somehow worked it out and they're and they're moving on. So so that's why now she's having this second thought of 
you know, because I didn't really understand it either, and I and I kind of forgot about that moment where. She but even that moment that, that that didn't make any sense to me. Like I read that after the fact as well. Like you know, I read recaps mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, like she saw them in the coffee shop, and that mm-hmm. made her think like, you know, and well, I don't have to find a perfect a perfect person. Yeah, got but yeah. okay, but you actually did find the perfect person. Like mm-hmm. there was no reason for her not to like go yeah. any further with so Sterling weird. K. Brown's character. So mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't make any any sense to me. Like it wasn't like. You know, okay, she decided I'm not going to go out and keep looking for a perfect person. It was more like, mm-hmm. okay, actually, I have a perfect person right now, and I'm just going to cut it off. You know, what I'm I think yeah. there's a difference with her saying I'm not going to go out there and try to find a different person, a perfect person, mm-hmm. versus she actually has one at this point. Like, right. okay, you have one at this point. You're not looking for one. You're not mm-hmm. wasting resources looking for one. You actually have one. Take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that was just, you know, that just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's kind of like they were saying in this article that it's kind of like one of those things where you get what you want and then you find out it's not what you need. So that's kind of like, yeah. But it but it doesn't make any sense because like now she's entertaining the idea of hooking up with Alejandro who claims that he has an open marriage, a, an open marriage with, what's her name, Pippi? What? <laughs> it's Gabrielle Dennis, but her name is Candace. Candace on, on the show. What's her name on Rosewood? Oh, it was Pippi. Pippi. I'm gonna just call her Pippi. <laughs> so yeah, so he claims that like, oh yeah, we have, we have an open uh, relationship, me and uh, me and Pippi slash Candace. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, don't fall for that line. You better go confirm with her that you, they got an open thing going on, because you know. But no, she doesn't even need to confirm. She just needs to not do that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know she, she needs to not do it. But I mean, the fact that she even entertained the idea, I'm like, wait a minute, you went from going from. A, a perfect man on Who's every single li- single perfect on every list yes. to entertaining the idea of hooking up with one of your friends who is already married to somebody and right. is in an open relationship. Right. I'm like, the, she's hustling backwards. I know. She's she, the one taking L's this season. I think she is taking the most L's. Yeah, because I think, yeah, if she did that, she would not be happy with it at all. I think she would totally regret it. Like, knowing her character at this point, I think she would totally regret it because... He's gonna be unavailable for her to her at at at, at points. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause he's married. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why she thinks that that would be a good idea. Like, she could be with him whenever he want, whenever she wanted, because he's married. Yeah. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, right then and there, he's not gonna be available to you 100 percent of the time, or at least when you want him to be. So yeah, I just I hope that doesn't work out. Like I hope she doesn't go down that path. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I don't want it to work out because like I don't I don't know I don't, I don't like that guy as an actor. I don't, oh. I don't think he's a good actor. Like he he's he, kind of ho hum. He he's he's very awkward as an actor. Like I didn't like his line readings. I didn't like the way he you know I had to be too critical. I mean, I have nothing mm-hmm. against the guy. I don't know who he is, but it, yeah. it's just the way he was delivering lines. It just seemed like he wasn't a. Like a trained actor, mm. but he has credits. I mean, he has IMDb credits. He's been mm. acting for years, but mm. the way he was in this show, he was—it was just very stiff, and it was like. Mm. And plus, given how tall he was, I was thinking maybe he was like an athlete who was like doing a cameo on the oh. show. So he was like an athlete who wasn't really yeah. a trained actor, but he, you know, he just wasn't that good in an an actor. I mean, maybe he gets better. You know, I'm not, yeah, not going to diss the guy, but I just like. Uh, he was probably been the worst. You just didn't care for his. He's been the worst actor yeah. on the show since they've, you know, <laughs> since the show started. In my opinion. Yeah, I yeah, I um think back to I mean Tamale. Yeah, I agree with you what you said about like her character this season. And so far is I mean we're halfway through, so it's like 
I don't know what moves they plan on making with her as with her character. Like it's very, it's kind of it's kind of lame. I would I would have loved actually like it would have been nice to see her start this season with somebody like with an interest. You know, somebody that she'd been dating. You know, because with a three month gap, I mean that was perfect time to like mm-hmm. put her with somebody you know what i'm saying like over this break whatever you want to call it the summer like whatever to put her with somebody and it didn't even have to be deep you know it's only a three-month gap so it could have been right where she's getting you know where you get to that point in a relationship is three months in and you're both you know feeling comfortable i would have loved to see that or even her just starting to date somebody like after a month you know, like she got with him and she had only been with him a month or whatever. I would have liked to see that because this whole like dating situation with her is, it's like frustrating to see her just kind of like go in and out of these, you know, so-called, well, you won't call them a relationship, but just see her going back and forth and not really figuring out what she wants. And, um, or at least I would have loved to see her continue the therapy. Like, I wonder, are they going to find her? Is she going to get another one? Whatever. But I don't like this direction. It is all over the place. It's, it's yeah, like you said, they. Do, it's like, do they not know what to do with her? And I don't see how you, like, have a character just kind of not knowing what to do and then suddenly, like, you're going to have to drop them into a situation. You yeah. Know? And it's going to be, I don't know how you can transition and make it smooth. Yeah, there's you know? no yeah, there's no character arc for this season. Like last yeah. season, there was a it was a clear arc with her uh, and how she was progressing and trying to find someone to date and you know whole thing with Jadena and then I'm with, still mad about that with Jared. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And, and with, Jared, it was Jared, but she she had an an arc. Yeah. Now it's like she doesn't really have and, and yeah, and then her relationship with Issa was part of that arc as well because then like they had the argument and then they had the makeup. Right. So there was something there. This year is really like they don't know what they're gonna do with her. I mean, there's four episodes left, but I get the feeling like they just don't know how to handle her character because it, it hasn't. There's there's been no traction on anything. Like you know, like with the with the thing about her in the in the job, they in have the they, work, right? They, they haven't they, picked, they have picked up that thread again, mm-hmm. like. You know, she in one episode she offered to take on more work for one of the senior uh, partners mm-hmm. and to go, you know, do some part time work in Chicago. But then they haven't addressed it since then. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of brought up in passing when she was at work. I think it was the last episode where you know the one guy comes up to her, the one that she found out about his um, salary, yeah, Josh. Yeah, and they and you know she's just like so busy, and you know she made that comment to him like. Like, oh, well, you know, he like basically saying that he doesn't do anything at work. Right. And so she was just like, oh, sorry. And, you know, but that was, yeah. I mean, so you, you see that she is doing this work, this extra work or whatever. But yeah, it's very, yeah, I don't know. It's very, it's very odd that they haven't really had something for her to kind of get into yet, like wholeheartedly, whether it's going to be this job thing mm-hmm. or, you know, I was thinking, oh, well, maybe they'll send, like, maybe she'll go to Chicago and maybe she'll meet somebody and that will be, you know, you know, I'm just thinking all kinds of, I got all kinds of ideas, <laughs> but it's just like nothing's happening, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to say anything about the other characters? They haven't really showed much of, oh my God, I can't think of well, her name, well, Amanda can- Selis's. Um, Tiffany, Tiffany yeah, and Tiffany, Derek, Derek um, and and Kelly. Well, I can say generally, I don't know. I may have said it in our last Insecure podcast that we did before, um, but Issa has some terrible friends. Yeah, like outside of Molly, <laughs> Molly's a good friend. Yeah, but Kelly and Tiffany and Derek are like some terrible friends. Like they're 
They're very petty, catty, and judgmental. Yeah. And I don't see why even Issa even hangs around them. Because they, they're, they're also quite bougie, you know? Like, she doesn't seem like she fits in with them at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every time they show them together, like, they're doing... They're saying something that's really mean and, and catty and mm-hmm. and petty. And I'm like, why is Issa hanging out with Tiffany and Derek and Kelly? And mm-hmm. it's just so weird to me that that, that she's friends with them. Um, do you think, though, that she is a little bit like them? Um, maybe not with them, but apart from them? Because it's kind of like thinking of, of what she, how she addressed those girls at the club, like, you know, like basically like yelling at those all the girls that kept trying to sit in their area, you know, like some people kind of felt like, you know, that she was, you know, like she came like she was kind of like people liked it. But like the way she reacted. No, like, I think that was fine. No, I think because like that's their private spot. And yeah. like, you know, I think she's just trying to protect their their you know their private couch mm-hmm. or private air vip area whatever they had like so, yeah. I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't think that's indicative of, of her as being like bougie or or, or petty yeah. or catty or anything like that i just think it was like i think that, it was just a commentary on how like yeah okay we you know i don't know i can't remember if they got a hookup or they paid for that spot but like then other random folks trying to come in and take your spot like no 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 i think uh, kelly paid for that right it's like no 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 this is our this is mm-hmm. our table you know th- this is our couch like you can't come in here like that happens like in clubs all the time and it's like look we pay good money to come to this day party <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> we don't need you coming in like taking our seat yeah all right but yeah i was just saying like i think the other girls would have been reacted the same so i don't know yeah i i no i agree with you i don't <laughs> i think kelly is funny though but yeah they don't say like the, the the nicest things like and i don't even know if they're that encouraging either no they're not that's why i said yeah. Ke- molly's a good friend molly's her like road dog like she's mm-hmm. actually a good friend is gonna look out for her but the other ones i'm like why don't she hang out with them again yeah so yeah i yeah i agree but mm-hmm. I I do say who who is a good friend though is my man Chad. I I think Chad I, I think I'm team Chad out of anybody really. Ch- Chad's a good friend to Lawrence. Like he's like mm-hmm. his boy. You know what I'm saying? He gonna yeah. he gonna look out for him. And in my opinion, he's been MVP this year. Like he's mm-hmm. he had the good one liners and you know the the one scene and I think it was episode two. Two. He... Where where when Issa came over to the right. place looking for. For Lawrence and Chad opened the door. He was like sipping that drink. He yeah. Just making that face like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, he didn't say anything about Lawrence either. He was like, hmm. He didn't ask her why she was there. He's like, hmm, how you doing? Oh, there's a smoothie place down the street. Right. And she's like, uh, Lawrence. He was like, oh, nope, he's not here. <laughs> and then it, it was just so funny because he was looking out for his boy and mm-hmm. the way he was like treating her. I'm like, dude, he is like MVP, man. He is like hilarious. partner in crime. So like Chad, Chad's a good boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wasn't even upset with Lawrence. For hooking up with those girls, like forget, like that was no I, guy I, would be. Yeah, well, I don't know. Some guys might no. feel a little left out. I don't know. No, no guy would. No guy would ever be mad. <laughs> I mean, because they were planning to do something. So it doesn't matter what they were planning to do. <laughs> if 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 my boy sent me a text, like we were going to go to the movie, he's like, "Yo, man, I can't go to the movie. I just met these chicks. I think one of them's really feeling me." Uh, I'm gonna have to hook up with you later. I'll be like, go ahead, dog, do your thing. Okay. And that's how chat. No man, no man is gonna be upset. Okay. 
And then Chad was encouraging. And, you know, once he found <laughs> out, like what went down, he's he like, was very yeah. encouraging. So no, no guy would ever be mad at his boy <laughs> in that in that type of situation. Yeah, that was hilarious. Well, good for good for Chad for being like MVP for you. Yeah, so he's an MVP. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any other characters you know to really talk about, but yeah, I mean, one thing that really irked me about this 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 season. And it's not even about the show, really. It's just more about the reaction to the show. Yeah. It's this whole condom situation dun, dun, on the dun. show. Or lack of condom use on the show. Yeah. And black Twitter is all in a tizzy because people say, these folks are having all this kind of sex, and I haven't seen one condom, or one person stopped to put on a condom. And it is so annoying that people make such a big deal about this. And it's like... I, you know, I guess I could say I don't understand why, but I do mm-hmm. understand why people are making a uh, big deal about this because people, I don't, I just understand, people don't put the same expectations and standards on other television shows. Right. I've never seen anyone talk about other television shows and say, why, you know, why aren't you showing them putting on condoms? Like, mm-hmm. on Scandal, like, I never heard someone say, you know, that they're, they're upset that you know, Fitz didn't put on a condom before he had sex with Olivia in the Oval Office or anything like that or any of these other TV shows, Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, no, no one ever says that about any of these television shows. But for some reason, they're holding insecure to some high standard. The writers have actually said, Princess Penny said in a tweet last week, Mm -hmm. you know, the assumption is these characters are wearing condoms. Mm -hmm. Issa addressed it yesterday in the... After the show, it's like, the assumption is these characters are wearing condoms, mm-hmm. and we put, you know, evidence of the them using condoms in the scenes. Like, there would right. be a, a rapper on the on the, on the the nightstand. I mean, she mm-hmm. took two screen captures that showed that. Right. And I'm like, why are people really upset about this? Like, it, it just makes no, no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, quite honestly, you know, I... I I don't need to get sex education from a television show. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I, I'm not I'm not taking life lessons from a fictional television show that comes on HBO. Mm-hmm. And then like, I, why is it so important to these people that they show condoms? Like they're trying to dictate the show now, mm-hmm. saying, "Well, uh, you know, there's a couple of other shows who've made jokes about condom use in intimate situations. Like they could easily just made a joke about it and and show them, you know, grabbing a uh, condom out the drawer. I'm like, why? Why are you trying to dictate how they run this show now? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it's not like it's the 90s where, you know, think about MTV and that right. whole, like, safe sex thing. And, like, you know, there was a hard drive because, you like, know, AIDS ec- epidemic was right. going on. Hard drive to get people to be safe sex. And they were just putting it everywhere and making sure it was shown in television shows right. and, and reality shows and stuff like that. Like, I don't feel like this is necessary. And I, I don't feel like it's that organic. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the... You know, the way I think about it, it's like, you know, basically it's like saying in John Wick, you know, like it really bothers me in John Wick that he doesn't clean his guns before you go kill some <laughs> Eastern European thugs, you know, because gun safety is important and you're supposed to have your guns cleaned. Right. Or like saying like, 
you know, man, I sure don't understand why Vin Diesel won't put on a seatbelt before he drives those cars in Fast and the Furious. Right. It's like, you just assume he's putting on a seatbelt, or if, if not, it doesn't matter. It's not a real show. Like, I'm not taking life's lessons. Like, if you are, if you need a television show to tell you to put on a condom before you have sex with someone, then you've got bigger problems going on in your life. It's like, yeah. I mean, I noticed no one talked about my man and Kelly last night when, you know, they're at the mm-hmm. diner, diner, and then... Yeah. And, you know, my man was doing something with Kelly. Right. It's like, no one said, man, I wish that dude, I hope he washed his hands of that ketchup before he started, yeah. you know, playing around, let his fingers do the walking. On Kelly, no one said that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But apparently this condom is like a big issue, and I just think it's rather silly. Um, I agree totally with what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't understand the outrage of it at all either. And so um, and it just seems to keep growing. Um, one, yeah... And I have a few things to say, no, in no particular order. But one, um, uh, in the age of Twitter, uh, I have never seen anybody tweet about that. Uh, when I was, when I used to watch Scandal, when I've watched Grey's Anatomy, um, or any other show that has sex, I've I've never seen people tweet about that before. Um, as as vigorously <laughs> as they tweet about that. With this, now I did read a couple of things that people said like, oh yeah, like if you do a search for, you know, condom use and other, sh- like other shows, like people are upset. I don't know what those shows were. I didn't, I didn't need to look because I don't care that much. <laughs> but yeah, I guess some people are, you know, have, have mentioned, oh, Girls was one of the shows somebody mentioned that people were upset that they don't really use condoms on or show condom usage on girls. However, I did see some comments saying, oh, no, they certainly do. I've seen them use condoms. So, like, whatever, you know, whatever. But the, the, the general thing is here for me is that, like, there are, I mean, how many shows do you watch where people have sex and they don't show the condom usage? I mean, and you're not getting upset about that. So, and if you are, it's like you said, like, you know, these shows aren't meant to teach sex education. A lot of these shows aren't even appropriate for, I would say, uh, you know, anybody over or under, I'm sorry, under the age of like maybe 16 or so, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm bad at that. But like, I do know that, yeah, there are teenagers out there who know of Insecure and they probably are trying to watch it some way or another. It's the internet age. I'm sure they can find it some way if they want to. So I understand if you're thinking of that, however, the majority of the people who are watching are of age and we know to use condoms when we have sex, if that's what you want to do. If not, that's on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I am not like, you know, the condom police and the people out here who are mentioning it, like you are not the condom police. That's really, it's really lame to be mentioning this. Like, especially, as I said, if you are not concerned about it with other shows, Seriously, like, why are you so concerned about it? Because, like, like, I think they they hold Insecure up to some unattainable, unreasonable standard of it's the most perfect, greatest show in the world, so it has to address all the needs and all the things that I want to see in the show. It has to address, you know, it has to address racism in the workplace. It has to address police brutality. It has to address, you know, relationships. It has to address cheating. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, it's probably a whole bunch of topics they feel like that this show should address. Because right. it's, it's a good show and it does things very well. Right. So they're like, well, they should be talking about sex education as well. I uh-huh. want them to show condoms because that's what this show should be doing. I'm like, no, that's not your place to tell them what they should be doing when we're all adults watching this show. And it's 
It's a suspension of disbelief that's required to watch any fictional right. program, television show, or film. It's like you go on the assumption that they're using condoms. Like maybe not 40 years ago. Right. When, it, when people were making TV shows and movies. But right. now, at this point, you could go on an assumption. But even then, you don't even have to go on the assumption because Issa sent screen captures on Twitter mm-hmm. of condom wrappers in scenes so right. you if you have a keen eye you can see that mm-hmm. like it's just so silly to me like someone had a joke on twitter which is always funny they said like man i ain't never seen Issa pay rent how is she still staying in that apartment right <laughs> you know what exactly oh we just assume that she pays rent we're not going right. to get up up an arm saying like well fiscal responsibility is a very important thing for a person to have and if she's not paying rent then that sends a bad message to everyone who's watching the show like we just assume she's watching she's paying rent right because she's still in an apartment. So you could just assume that these people are using condoms just because you don't see them slipping on. I mean, it's just, it's just weird to me. Like, the, 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 she used a condom with, with Daniel when they were in the music studio in the season one? I don't think so. I don't know. You know? But there were a lot of cutaways, so it could have been. But it could have right? been. But, you like, know? I'm so not getting, been. I'm not tripping on that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's just weird to me. Like, I, I think at this point... Uh, Issa has demonstrated that she, as a Issa Ray, mm-hmm. has demonstrated that she is as a thoughtful, measured person when it comes to her craft and her art. And I think she she realizes that it's entertainment. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't have to show you the kind of you. She's she is someone who is giving the audience credit and giving letting us. You know, assuming that we are smart enough to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not beating us over the head with it, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like, you know, that's what people apparently are asking for. They need message, 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 right. you know? Like, they just, they just need it beating over their heads. Like, no, you have to make sure that we know that you're using condoms. Like, no, she's assuming that you guys are, are reasonably intelligent and, and competent viewers of this product, right. <laughs> of, this, of this art. And, like, you, you can figure it out on your own. Right. Yeah. I mean, with her and, um, you know, I think that really came up after her and Lawrence had their little quickie tryst. Um, I think, you know, with that, I could say, well, they were together for a very long time. Right. So they may have gone to, they may have been they, at the point in their relationship where they where, didn't use condoms anymore. Exactly. And if people want to sit up there and say that, you know, in front, like, you've been with somebody for a very long time and you've stopped using condoms, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure that happens so often and it happens even when people aren't together that long because i have friends who are with people for a very short amount of time and they got pregnant and i'm just like oh okay i see y'all going down this route and you've only been with this person for a year so you know what i'm saying like this is the thing it's like if you want to talk about real life like showing condom usage is, is something that shows real life real circumstances then you need to check yourself again and see who in your real life is really doing that. Because I guarantee you, <laughs> not everybody is out here using condoms, I feel, in the way that they used to, honestly. I feel like people are so like nonchalant about it these days. But I think that's people's point. I think that's the point that why they want them to show condom use because they want they want them to be a PSA for right. condom use, especially in the black community with the rise of STIs and STDs. And I think they say, well, you need to be showing people that they need to use condoms. I'm like, yeah, we're grown adults. Like, you don't need yeah, to show... This At this point, people know about 
condoms. Yeah, it's not an afternoon special. People know about condoms. They know what they do. Right, and they're they, going to use them if they want. And they, they're either going to use it or they're not going to. Insecure is not the vehicle to show people mm-hmm. that you need to use condoms. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's not... It's not an educational show, right? It's not an afternoon after school right. special. It's an entertainment show that comes on at ten thirty on Sundays on HBO. Right. And that you know, it's an R rated show. That's what it is. Right, exactly. And so again, if as I mentioned, yeah, there might be some young people out there who get a hold of it somehow or whatever, you know, younger. I mean like, you know, ten or eleven, you know, kids do things at younger and younger ages it seems. But, you know, if a child gets a hold of this and they start watching or whatever like, you know, my only hope is, and I think this is something that we all should hope for, is that their parents have already talked to them about, you know, having sex and, like, how to protect themselves, you know. So that's all we can hope for. I mean, we can't, like, expect a show like this or any show to be the vehicle to, you know, educate younger people or or even older people about using condoms it's like come on now it's just like let's be real about it the other thing i was going to say quickly was that i really hope they don't change i really hope they continue the show as they have been with the implied now you know implying that they are what you already said hold on i was gonna say that like i i know like i know what they've said uh so but i hope they just don't think about it too much because honestly, I think it's going to take away from the show. Like those scenes, like I think when I, when I've seen TV shows that do try to say, Oh, you know, we got to put this in and they put it in and they, you know, have a couple using a condom. Like to me, it kind of takes away from the moment. Like, because I have an imagination and I'm good at knowing like okay these people are using condoms when i've obviously watched tons of other shows that don't explicitly pull out a condom and so when i see it for me personally in a show it just kind of takes away from the moment you know i don't know it's just kind of like i like that you know there's a passion that is created when you watch two people about to have sex and i think it kind of takes away from it when they bring out a condom and they have to pause like, you literally have to pause the action. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I guess I want to be in the moment and really be in the moment yeah. and not have this, like, oh, we got to put on a condom. Like, I like just, I, I get that you would just do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to, like, yeah, yeah, we know it. have it shown and seen. And so, yeah, and very few shows actually show it. But when it's shown, I mean, it's like, okay, good for you. But at the same time, I'm kind of it kind of takes me out of like this moment. So yeah, I mean, because it's a TV show, you're just watching and and it's fake and it's fake. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like a TV show where like uh, you know they they serve a character food, but then oh, but I didn't see that person wash their hands and I didn't see them make the food. It's mm-hmm. like if they show that, then that takes away from the entertainment value. Yeah. Like, they show the person go in and they wash their hands and then they, they dutifully cut up the vegetables right. and they boil the pasta. It's like, no, like, how about we just show them bring the food out? You know, right. because the assumption is that person washed their hands, they washed the vegetables, right. they didn't they did cross-contaminate everything. with the pork <laughs> <laughs> and the, you know, and the, and the vegetables or whatever, right. the uncooked pork. I mean, come on, just... Yeah, suspension of disbelief is what is needed when you watch anything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that. Hopefully, uh, they don't go overboard trying to show condom use next season. And if they do, it's not a a big deal. But, yeah, exactly. I hope they don't go overboard in doing it. And I I actually, I don't think they will. But I think they will try to do something. Maybe make those 
you know, little shots that she show, like, use, like, probably make those more prominent, at least, like. I, but I just don't want them to appease the audience, like, because then to me, that's the place where you are writing for the audience, and you're not supposed to do that when you're making a television show, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what happened with Scandal after the first season, when they started writing for the Twitter audience, instead of, like, trying to make a good show, they were just trying to make Twitterable, t- tweetable moments for the show. Right. It's like if you start writing for the audience, it's like, okay, you, you're kind of, in a way, compromising the integrity of, of your art. I mean, right. you, these, these people are so sensitive about their art, but it's like, oh, you guys don't like that we don't show condom use. We're going to we're gonna write in more condom use. Like, no, that's not how you do it. Like, it, you have to work organically with what you're, what you're, what you're creating. And I just mm-hmm. think that if you do something like that, it feels forced. Mm-hmm. And to me, it takes away from, from me from the enjoyment of the show, knowing that you're you're doing this just for fan service, just to right. appease fans who are watching the show. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's something like, I mean, to me, it's really something that's really silly when you know most people can just assume that right. they use condoms because that's the way that the show is is crafted and shot. Yeah, because people are worried Issa's gonna get pregnant or get a, a disease or something. I'm like, it's fake. It's fake TV, people. Like, if she gets pregnant, if she gets a disease, okay. But it's like, don't get so invested where you're just like, you are literally like just, oh my God, I hope she doesn't get like something. Like, but that would actually add to the drama of the show. You know what I'm saying? If something happened. I mean, it's fake. Right. Maybe it's something they can show like, yeah, show the perils of not using condoms if she gets an STI or something, or he gets an STI, or he right. gives someone an STI, or wh- wh- however you want to do right. it. Yeah, maybe that w- that can happen, but I just, yeah, I just think the whole issue's silly, and you know, I've run out of things to talk about on it. Right. Because <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Um, so... Do we have any other things? No, to that's, add? that's it for me. Um, yeah, first season's pretty good. I, I liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I had some really funny moments, and yeah, I have to good. say, I'm a little bit. I'm missing a, some funny moments actually in this first half of this season. I felt like the first season definitely had a lot of laughs. I mean, Chad has been funny so far. Um, I do think Kelly is funny. Um, yeah, Kelly's funny. She's just a terrible friend. She's a terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, like from but from Issa specifically, like I mean, she's had to, I don't know, like her funny moments haven't been as funny so far. But um, that's okay, you know. I mean, it's cool. I do appreciate like this um, realness that they try to capture between her and Molly. You know, the way they speak to each other. I um, I do appreciate that um, the dialogue between the two of them is is cool it feels natural it, it feels, feels like a real friendship yeah it feels like a real friendship and that's you know that's cool um what else i mean yeah i'm i'm interested to see what's gonna happen the rest of the season yeah so we got four more episodes to go it's gonna go back quick and um yeah, yeah it'll be really interesting to see see what happens to molly will she find somebody um or will they you know i don't know have her floating through the rest of the season hopefully not um yeah will we see tiffany and Derek again um yeah will we see i don't know isa and lawrence kind of drifting back towards each other who knows we'll see yeah okay all right (laughs) well i guess that's it for our podcast thank you so much for listening as always please um check us out on all the various platforms that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, please leave us some comments and feedback. You can do so on iTunes and some of the other platforms. Leave us um, any suggestions that you have for our podcast, any 
thoughts and, you know, let us know what we can do as far as um, podcasts. We are always open to ideas and suggestions for podcasts we can do. Um, so, yeah, that's it from me and Stephen. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>